Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Um, before we get started, shout out to Asmanine, shout out to Soren, um, also shout out to Anthony and William. Thank you guys very much for contacting me and um, you know showing me your support. So I really appreciate that. Uh, anyways, on uh, this episode, we'll go over. Uh, my last trip, which happened about a week and a half ago. Uh, unfortunately I got super busy at work and then I've been sick for the last, uh, well, couple days. Um, so we'll see, uh, we'll see if I can make it all the way through this episode. Um, so, uh, like right off the bat, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this was a, uh, it was a very good trip. I broke through, made it to that, that level that I'm constantly trying to talk about the, um, it's like the level where your brain is like totally in control. I call it like the tree, we call it the tree house. We call it the, the rocket ship or the spaceship. Um, it's the point where, where you're in control and you're up there in the spirit realm. Um, so I, I made it, I barely made it. Um, but I definitely, definitely made it. And once I got there also it's a great comparison to the last trip where I didn't really make it, you know, like I only glimpsed up into it really. Um, so on this one, I, uh, this one, I was actually up there and like, I stayed up there the entire, pretty much the entire trip. Um, nothing too crazy happened. Um, once I got there, um, but we'll just, we'll just start at the beginning. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm to the point now and I don't know why this is and why this has happened, but the more and more I take the mushrooms, the worse and worse they take. I, I, I think I've, I've, I'm pretty sure I know I've said this before. Um, but they taste so bad now that they almost make me throw up. So, uh, in this case, I ended up, um, chopping them up and putting them into some, uh, chocolate milk. And that really, really helped a lot. Um, I took 3.5 grams, uh, but three of the, three of it was the mushrooms I got from, uh, my brother-in-law. He gave it to me for me marrying him and my sister. And so... I'm sorry, officiating their wedding. I should say that properly. <laughs> I officiated their wedding. He gave me five grams worth of these. Um, I don't know what they are. Um, I thought they were penis envy, um, but they're very, very, like, fluffy. <laughs> it's, they're really weird. They're not at all like the like the mushrooms I usually get. Um, so I was a little worried they'd be, like, super, super strong. And as it turned out, they were pretty much normal. They are pretty much normal... Uh, like level, um, you know, psilocybin in them. So, I mean, it was good. It was good. So 3.5 was, you know, I, I did it properly and I was able to get up there. So it started out, what I'm having to do now is I'm, I'm mostly worried about intrusive thoughts because those are usually the things that end up throwing me off. And usually, um, hitting me, you know, into, into like a, a bad place or something like that. I'm, I'm not really for sure, but I'm, I'm really fearful of letting intrusive thoughts come like while I'm tripping. So that like my main focus is to like try to either ignore them or drown them out or, um, which, you know, it works. It works really, really well. Like. I've gotten it down to where they're not very, they're not very strong. There's not many of them, but they do pop up. Um, so what I ended up doing in order to, um, prevent, you know, from getting off into a bad place, I ended up actually playing Rocksmith, uh, 2014 on my computer. I've got like three guitars and, um, like, I like to play Rocksmith a lot. Um, so I was playing it and just going through the music and 
like just going through my favorite songs, like in my favorites list and whatnot. And as I'm playing, um, and I can feel myself getting high, um, like the, the music is, it's sounding really good. I'm really liking it. You know, I'm getting into it. Um, but my fingers start to not behave. They started getting, you know, a little, you know, I don't know, just like when you're high, they just, they, they weren't working properly. They weren't working as well as, you know, when I'm like sober or something like that. So, uh, oh, I did not smoke any weed at all on this trip either. Um, so I purposely avoided them and I think that's a good call. And I think that's what I'm going to try to do at least for quite a while now as I'm going to avoid, um, smoking weed, uh, during the trips and I'm going to go back to seeing how, how that works. And I think we're, this is good evidence that we're heading in a good direction here. So, so I'm playing the guitar and I'm, and I'm getting to that point where I'm, I'm too high to actually play. And I ended up like in between songs, I was looking down at my, uh, my, my seats here at the table and there's like a there's like a cushion that you sit on and the cushion has like this kind of like speckled pattern to it well i started to see um the pattern the pattern god i don't know how to describe it i mean i've mentioned it before in a lot of my other trips it's a it's kind of a hallmark it's something that a lot of people see um like sometimes like some people interpret it as like writing some people, I don't know, it look, kind of looks like Paisley's, but uh, they're moving and flowing and changing, and it's way more complex than that, and it looks way better. It's, it's, um, so anyways, I, I started to, like, open-eyed visuals see the, you know, movement, um, and I looked at it for a while, I'm like, okay, cool, awesome, and it's, like, in a certain area, so I kept trying to play, and um, at this point in time, I was just, like, way too high to play, so I, I ended up putting the guitar down, oh, no, no, home, before, before that, before that, on the, on the last song, as I'm playing, um, I'm facing my computer, and there's, like, a little spot, kind of, like, behind my shoulder, it's, like, where the refrigerator is, um, I actually had, like, a, like, a, like, a flash of, like, an aberration there, like, there was, basically, I felt the, the presence of something behind me, now, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, it, it was nothing more than that, like, it didn't feel evil or good, it didn't, it just felt like there was someone standing behind me, and, um, like mid song, like I quickly turned to look at it. So I quickly turned and I look at it, and um, you know I'm kind of fixated on that spot for a minute. Nothing's there, um, so I keep playing, and that was probably the last song because, like I said, at that point in time I was like too high. So I ended up having um, just more. Let's see, did I have nature? Yeah, I had nature videos on, but it wasn't what I usually watch. It wasn't like Our Planet, Our Blue Planet. It was some other nature documentary that had come out um, on Netflix that I had never seen before. So that was kind of cool, um, and it was it was very nice. But, um, so I, I, I put down the guitar. I ended up grabbing my blanket, and I come out to, like, the living area right in front of my, my computer, kind of, and I just, I spread the blanket out on the ground, now, I have the, I had the hookah going, and as I'm, like, sitting on the ground here, the hookah's up on the table, I just brought the hose down, like, hung it off the edge of the table, and then I would just hold on to it, and then I would, you know, you know, uh, whatever, <laughs> I would use the hookah, you know, like, so I'd start blowing around smoke and everything like that, I had my, um, I have this, uh, plant machine that, um, like, it waters the plants every day, there's, like, water in it, and it circulates the water, and the plants, like, and it has, like, a light on it, so it's, like, this automated 
like growing thing. And um, so the hookah's in front of that. And in front of my other plants, I got like an aloe vera plant and I got like a little desert like flower plant there as well. So the hookah's in front of those. It's in front of my computer. I ended up turning on... So I, I sat down um, and, I, and I reached up and I turned on some Gregorian chants. Um, just real, um, real simple, like, Gregorian chants that are on YouTube. They're slow, they're, like, a little deeper, um, and they're usually sung by, like, one guy. Like, I wonder if I can... When we come back, I'll, I'll try to tell you guys what the name of the, of the guy is, or what the name of the channel is that I listen to, but... Anyways, these Gregorian chants, and I, I like them, I fall asleep with them quite often. So I'm smoking the hookah, um, blowing the smoke around, and the smoke is starting to really slow down, and it's really starting to hover in the air, and it's making the whole room look, like, super beautiful, like, looking up at the plants and the light, like, coming off the plants, they look vibrant and colorful, and, like, the, the smoke and the color coming through the smoke, and... And then my computer has a bunch of LED lights on it. Like, it's got these, like, LED rings around the fans and around the um, the core and everything like that. So they're all lit up and pretty. Um, I got the, the TV also has, like, some LED lights around it. So they're, like, I'm just kind of, like, looking at the smoke, like, hovering in front of all the lights. And it slowed down pretty good. Now, nothing, nothing crazy happened. It's uh, like I didn't like completely stop time, and um, I didn't do any loops or anything like that. But, um, but it was a really just good moment of peace. Now, at that point in time, once I was looking at the smoke and everything, I realized, boom, I'm there. I'm in the treehouse, so to speak. Um, I'm sitting on the ground. And I, I'm I'm kind of sitting up, like, I'm kind of, like, sitting cross-legged, you know, like, monk-style or whatever. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just kind of being present. I'm not really thinking about anything. I'm waiting to kind of just see, like, if anything's around. I'm waiting to see if there are any intrusive thoughts in my head still. Or if I'm if I'm clear of all that, and I was at that point in time. After that, there were no more intrusive thoughts. You know, there was nothing else. Like I said, um, when I was playing the guitar, I would say you know like one or two intrusive thoughts did a, did pop up, and um, like I I basically the playing of the guitar either drowned them out because I was concentrating too much on the uh, actual playing, or. Uh, you know, or they were just easy just to dismiss. So, anyway, so now um, I'm sitting on the floor and I'm experiencing just this, you know, presence. And once I realize I'm there and I realize I'm in control, I do what I always do. You know, I end up going searching, you know, for clues to God's whereabouts, or clues to, you know, God, or anything like that, because that's what I love to do, obviously. So, um, I grabbed one more blanket. Um, my dogs were kind of, like, coming around, like, they would lay up on the couch, and then they'd jump off, and then they'd walk over to me, and then they'd, uh, like, Mary Jane, uh, the girl dog, she, um, kept coming up to me, and, like, you know, like, uh, putting her head in my lap, for, she'd just do it for a minute, and then she'd go back and lay on the couch, and stuff like that, so, um, so I decide I'm gonna try to go out and about, and I'm gonna try to search for something, you know, like a treasure or something like that, I close my eyes, I wrap myself up in the other blanket, and I end up, um, I don't really know how I ended up laying down, but somehow I basically was no longer sitting up. And I was kind of like laying down kind of in, in a, slightly in a corner, still on the blanket and still kind of, you know, in the middle of the room, but a little bit more towards the corner of the room. And as I close my eyes, I've got like 
crazy cool visual visuals like these really intricate like black and yellow like designs and uh, they just they looked really cool like i i wish i had a better way to describe them um, cause, uh, you know, you see lots of visuals and, and some are better than others. I've seen many that are, you know, like moving dots that are like flowing and stuff like that. These were a lot more rigid and a lot more, like a lot more lines, a lot less, uh, flowy, but it was a very cool design. Um, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm laying there and I'm kind of, you know, into the into the visuals, and I ended up focusing on something that Jesus said about trying to enter through the narrow gate, right? So uh, I think you guys know, if um, you guys have listened to the podcast for a while, I I like to take things that Jesus says, and I kind of like to try to, like, crank them up to 11, and, like, see, like, how like, how far the meaning can actually go. So in the case of, like, uh, you know, Jesus says that uh, the path is like walking a razor's edge, right? Well, I say the path is like trying to hit a needle on the other side of the universe. (laughs) So um, it's probably not a good thing necessarily, but um, it helps me, like, focus in on what I'm trying to do. Another example is uh, Jesus says... In my father's mansion, I'm, I'm sorry, in my father's kingdom, there are many mansions, right? And so, you know, if if this universe is just one of God's mansions, you know, that means he has many, many universes. There's multiple, multiple universes. So, um, so in this case, what I, when I was focusing on the trying to enter through the narrow gate, I had this... It took me a while to get to it, and there was some digging, and I don't remember exactly what path I took to get to it, but I came to a point that said, um, like, try, try to just rapture yourself right now, right? Like, try to just, like, leave your body completely, like, for real, real, you know what I mean? Like, like, try to, try to actually escape your body, and you can't, right? That was the, that was, it, it was an instant realization. And it was a little bit shocking because it made me sit there and, and think that it might not have been, it might have been something that even Jesus couldn't have done, right? So it's like Jesus ju- couldn't have just raptured himself, you know, up at any point in time. No, he had to die first. You know, he had to fulfill everything before he was able you know, to, before he was able to ascend. So, it's, it's a crazy thought because, one, it, it kind of humanizes Christ again, or Jesus, um, it kind of humanizes him again, which is always hard to deal with, you know, because, um, it's hard to figure out like where the balance is between him being man and God, you know. So it it, it basically it froze me like in place. Like I I didn't know what to think for a minute. Um so once I I I realized that and once I thought about like how trapped in our bodies we really are, right? Even if we do have like I've had out of body experiences on mushrooms, right? We've 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 been there, we've gone elsewhere, we've come back and everything like that. But we always come back. We always are here in our body technically. We're always still here. You know, our body is still you know, here and we're still in charge of it. And as long as the body is alive, you know, we're going to come back to it. So Eh, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to it, and it's, this is the problem of not, of not being, um, on the mushrooms, and when you're back sober, your mind, like, right now, my mind is wandering off 
into like a million other like things when I say when I say this. But when I'm on mushrooms and I'm digging through it, I can focus on going in a certain direction, right? And that's one of the things that the that the mushrooms do if you're doing it right. If you're actually in control and you're actually digging through, you know, trying to get to these truths. So I don't know. I hope this strikes a chord with someone. I'm not really for sure, and I'm not really for sure what to do with it. It seemed really profound when I when I came across the thought that what Jesus is talking about is is try to rapture yourself right now. Try to just go to heaven. You know what I mean? Like right now. Like you can't do it. You know. Um, it makes it sound. It makes it just sound like, uh, you know, it's like what is happening is what's supposed to happen. You know, um, you're not, you're not as righteous as you think you are, right? <laughs> that That's really the crux of it. If you go back to like what the traditional meaning of it is, it's like, you know, try to enter through the narrow gate, right? Can you do it? And he's saying you can't, you know what I mean? Nobody can do it. Like, you can't actually make it that way, you know? It's like you need someone else to help you. You need God to help you. You need God to come down and help you in order to get through the through the gate. So, eh. It's an interesting idea. And, um, so, like I said, I hope, I hope it resonates with someone. Uh, after that, after I had that thought, um... The rest of the trip is a little bit of a blur. I did have basically some moments of uh, slight. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to say what it really is, and and if you want to put your finger on it. But when the big stuff happens, when you know God walks through the room and everything like that, what I experience afterwards. That's when, like, all the crazy shit happens. That's when, you know, I'm looping. That's when I'm, you know, having, like, crazy things where I'm, like, forgetting my name and forgetting who I am and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so um, I had a slight amount of that, I think, on this trip coming back. And, um, and then pretty much the trip ended really, real slow. Um, I just slowly sobered up, uh, right on time, about the four hour mark, I would say, um, it was fairly early in the day, I think I took them, you know, after the sun came down, but nowhere near close to, like, midnight, I think I was in bed, probably by midnight, or one, so, so, yeah, that's about, that's about it for the trip, um, stick around, we're gonna come back from, uh, from a break, and I want to address um, basically a question, and it's something I've talked about before, but it, it's this idea that some people really don't think the mushrooms um, and Christianity are, like, compatible. In fact, some people, like, say, like, the mushrooms are, like, the devil, you know, or, like, like a gateway to just demons, you know, and... Uh, we'll get into that when we get back from the break. So. Hey guys, welcome back from the break. So, uh, real quick, the Gregorian chants that I listened to, um, the name of the artist is Patrick Link, or Link, L E. NK link. So, um, he's got a bunch of his, like, these chants up on YouTube, and they're really comforting, and they help me fall asleep, and they also help me, um, you know, during the trips as well. Okay, so I want to try to get into this, and I want to try to, like, see if I can get the point even clearer than... I've talked about this before. It basically comes back to a few episodes ago when I asked the question, you know, are mushrooms bad? Um, I'll, and the thing that a lot of people 
that say that it is bad, people that claim to be Christians that say they are bad, they often fall back on just like one one word specifically that they find like only once I, I, I think it's twice in the Bible actually, but but they fall back on the pharmakia, right? There's this passage in the Bible that says don't you know, don't do pharmakia, right? Simple as that. Okay. Here's here's the, the thing. What is pharmakia? Give me the definition. And I'm going to give you guys a couple of definitions here. I'm going to show you how they don't work. So first of all, if you take the route that the government has taken, which is a drug is anything that you put into your body that affects your ability to drive. Okay. All right. So if we use that definition, let's take out drive because it has to fit for, you know, everything. But it basically affects your motor functions. Okay. So, the mushrooms do affect your mo- motor functions, right? But so does, like, everything. So does every time you eat food. It affects your motor functions. If you don't eat, right, that will affect your motor functions, right? If you are a vegetarian and all you eat is vegetables, and then, like, one day after, like, five years of only eating vegetables, you decide to eat, like, a big old hunk of steak, um that's going to affect your motor functions, right? So, it's not a very good... You have to accept, then, that things like alcohol, which is clearly okay in the Bible, which is clearly, you know, can be used in the Bible. It is permitted for, you know, celebration and things like that. You have to accept, then... How is the, is that pharmacia? Is that not pharmacia? Like why? You know, because it's permitted in the Bible. That's clear, right? So now, let's figure figure that out then, right? So you're gonna say mushrooms are pharmacia, but alcohol isn't, you know? Or what about things like caffeine? What about things like um, cigarettes? Obviously, every you know, smoking cigarettes and um, caffeine are also things that I know cops that have pulled over people and gotten convictions out of, you know, testing somebody on a sobriety test because they had too much caffeine. And the cop won, like the cop won in court, saying that basically this kid had drank too much caffeine and so he didn't have the ability to drive, right? So you can see how this becomes a problem. There's all sorts of foods out and about that affect your ability to move and think and all sorts of stuff. So it's, it, it's, it's too broad of, of a definition that, that first definition that we're going to, that we tried to go with right there. So let's try to narrow it down. Let's say that pharmacia is anything man-made that affects your mind. Uh, See, now, instantly right there, we're off of the mushrooms because mushrooms just grow out of the ground. They're like, just grow in nature, right? So, you can see just how when people try to use this pharmakia word, when they try to throw it at me, it's just like, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. Is what I'm is my response. My response is you don't know what that word means, you don't have a definition for it, and you're just trying to use it. Now, I did take a long think about it myself because I I also you know wanted to know what pharmacia would and possibly could mean, especially relating to like old times and at the time when Paul wrote that because I I think one of them's in Paul's time and then also. I said it appeared twice in the Bible. I think the first time is much earlier in the Old Testament. Um, And I think Paul says it once. Uh, But anyways, when they're talking about that, they're talking, and I think this makes sense, and I, I, you know, I'm not going to, like, die on this hill on, uh, on this part, but back in the old days, there used to be, like, people called medicine men, 
that would um, travel, like traveling medicine man, men that would go from town to town with potions, bottles of liquids, and things like that that they would try to sell to people, right? And they would have all sorts of things like curing for baldness or, you know, if you guys ever seen Pete's Dragon, the 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 old Disney movie, um, that's what the the guy that's trying to, you know, hunt down the dragon, Elliot, um, that's what he is. He's in, and it shows in the movie how he's like, he's like this, this crazy salesman that doesn't actually, you know, um, provide, uh, potions that work, you know, they're all like tricks and stuff like that, you know? So wouldn't it make much more sense if that's what people are talking about when they're mentioning pharmacia, like don't take like potions and bottles and just trust, you know, from some guy from five towns over that says, oh yeah, this right here, this will cure your baldness. Oh yeah, this right here, this will cure your element. Just drink this. You know what I mean? And you don't know what's in it. See, that's the difference between like today with drugs and stuff like that. And I, I don't think drugs are like even even pharmaceutical drugs I don't think are good but the but the thing is like pharmaceutical drugs nowadays go through stringent testing and there's there's laws that say when and how they can sell the pills and you know things like that they didn't have that back then they didn't have like a stringent way of making sure that this potion actually worked or that the ingredients in the potion were right or the mixture was right things like that. So that's what I think they're saying. This is this is the best explanation I can come up with. And I think it works and I think it's I think it's very good. Um I think that when they're talking about pharmacia, they're talking about things like that. Don't go taking these potions and mixtures from people that you don't know that are saying they can somehow cure like magical elements of you. I think that's what Pharmakia is talking about. So, uh, that's my rant on that one. Um, there's just also speaking about why I think these Christians, and I've seen a couple of them now, these people that claim to be Christians, that they take the mushrooms, and what happens is they have a really bad trip, right? And that happens, right? Like, I've had really bad trips as well, right? And you're basically, you are confronted by your demons. You are, you know, your sins are laid before you, basically. And uh, the point is, though, that you're supposed to deal with them. You're supposed to confront them. You're supposed to fight back against them. You know, you're not supposed to cower and run away from them. And I think that's the difference, and I think that's what Jesus did. Jesus walks into the desert, right, for the, when he, when he goes into the desert for the 40, um, for the 40 days. What's, what's the first thing that he comes across? The first person he comes across is Satan himself, right? He comes across Satan. So it's like, if, you know, Jesus is coming across like, you know, <laughs> Satan, if you are coming across them, doesn't that, doesn't that mean you're, like, on the same path? Like, or doesn't it mean that you're heading in the right direction? Like, that's the thing. Like, if, if, if you were Satan, right, where would you set up all your traps? You know, where would you try to prevent people from going? You know, it would be in the right direction. You would try to stop them from going in the right direction. So you'd try to scare them either away from that or you'd set up all your traps right next to the road there, right? So Jesus says the path is like walking a razor's edge, right? So Satan would lay his traps right on the side of that freaking razor. That's where Satan would be closest to, you know? So just because you're coming across like a demon or something like that, or something that's scary, does not mean that it's bad, that it's uh, anti-Christian, that it's, you know, against what you're supposed to be doing. 
that's not a good a, a good argument because you know Paul himself is says that he's possessed by a demon right this is when he once again he goes up to the the third heaven uh, during that passage the next passage that follows he says you know he went to paradise and God put a demon on his shoulder so that he would remember right so once again and then you know half of the half of the new testament is written by paul so if you're like so opposed to the idea of a demon being around at all if you see a demon that means you're in the wrong place or something like that then you're not paying attention to the bible and and you you have some serious problems there jesus goes around into the city and finds the demons and casts them out what does an exorcist do an exorcist goes to where the demons are and casts them out that's what you're supposed to do too now you know, let's get into the idea of what a demon actually is, because I don't know, I think a demon is, I think basically all these entities and stuff like this are basically ideas, right? They're ideas that are floating in your head, and these ideas can take on a life of their own because they can, you know, be connected, or, or, or they can be like overarching themes, right? So the Catholic Church believes like the um, like in the hierarchy of angels, there's like angels that are over like certain virtues, right? Like there's an angel that's over uh, justice, you know. There's an angel that's over purity or whatever. I, I don't know what they are specifically, but basically, right? There are these ideas. And so the demons, I would assume, are the same way. They're just on the bad spectrum. So it's like there's a demon of hate. So when you come across hate, and if you let it feed, and if you let that hate grow, it starts to take on a life of its own. So what you do, what you're supposed to be doing as a Christian is you're supposed to be getting rid of that stuff. You're supposed to be denying it, telling it to get back, telling it to go away. You're supposed to be casting it out. You know, that's what, once again, that's what Jesus did. And um, I, I think that's that point for the most part. I think you guys get what I'm trying to say there. You know, I'm not making excuses, and, and and here is a problem. Here, I'll I'll go ahead and and I'll give the I'll give them one here, which is is a pretty good point. I think you could. I think the mushrooms take you to the spirit realm. I, I, everybody knows that. Um, I think that they take you to the spirit realm. Now, while you're in the spirit realm, could you purposely seek out? demons and try to communicate with them or something like that yes yes you could and so that is a problem and that is uh, a hard point to get across you know what I mean if basically the wrong person with the wrong mindset you know is trying to dig through like I'm trying to dig through to find you know, things about God, things that are going to help us, things that are going to move us forward, move us closer to God, move us closer towards, you know, whatever it is that we're supposed to be doing. Someone could purposely do the opposite, right, as me. So, there, yeah, so there, there's the bad point, right? There's the bad point, and that's, uh, you know, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a decently bad, bad point, you know? <laughs> um... But then there's the other thing, and this is this is important too. This is what I believe. I believe this to be true. I believe that we are all God's children. I believe that God is our Father, and I believe that He takes care of His children. So I think that when you enter into the spirit realm, I think God is going to have your back no matter what i think god is going to have your back and god is going to do right by you and 
well, I just I don't think there's any other any other way to 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 put it. And this is something that I think the Old Testament writers really had right, and I think that the New Testament writers must have lost track of, or or basically the modern Christians, the fundamentalists. This is what they get wrong. Um, God is in control of everything. God is the king of everything, right? Nothing else moves without his say-so. That's how high, much higher he is than anything else, right? Even, even the next thing down, you can say, you know, Jesus is probably right next to, next to God, but then anything lower than that, it's not even close, man. It's not even close, there's like such a wide gap in 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 power in the power spectrum right you have literally an infinite amount of power which is where god's at where he can literally do absolutely anything anything at all and then the next one down cannot do anything right that's the difference and it's a massive massive difference this is why in the old testament and a lot of jews and uh, um jewish people and um when you listen to them and you ask them about satan right satan might be a demon he might be you know something like that but satan still is just working for god in the Old Testament, there's a couple instances where God sends a demon, sends an evil spirit to people, you know? Um, once again, read your read your Bibles, <laughs> you know what I mean? Read your Bibles and see what it says. God sends them because God's in control of everything. God's in control of Satan. God's in control of the demons. God's in control of the angels. God's in control of you. You know, you can't move. You can't breathe. Time cannot exist without God, you know. And so, basically, if you just have that faith and that trust, uh, it doesn't matter where you go, God will be with you. You know what I mean? So, if we take the mushrooms, you know... If it's really wrong, you know, God will eventually stop us. Because he doesn't want to see his children, you know, hurt or their souls destroyed, things like that. You know, God wants to take his children and lift them up. That's why I've... I, this is also a hard one to swallow. And, and it, it kind of shows the direction I'm going. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm going to kind of expose myself here. Because in the past, I would have disagreed with this. And I, I think a lot of people would probably disagree with me on this. But I believe God is so powerful, so merciful, so perfect, so uh, forgiving as well, that basically every single soul that has ever existed will be saved. Every human soul that has ever ever existed will be saved do you guys think that jesus forgave um judas do you think jesus forgave satan like if if satan is a is a fallen angel let's say if you want to go that route um do you think that jesus forgave satan do you think god forgave Satan? Do you think God forgave Judas? You know? It's a... It's a question that... The only right answer... That could possibly be... Would be yes. Yes, he, ha he, he would forgive him. Jesus, God... If you... He would forgive... Even somebody... As evil... As... Hitler... Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, you know, once again, Judas, Satan, all these people, you know, I think in the end, 
I think they're all going to make it, you know? I think everybody's going to make it. I think it's going to be really hard on some people. I think there's going to be a lot of burning, you know? And the burning is not going to be what you think it is. The burning is what we experience on the mushrooms. That that crushing of the ego, that burning of the ego, when you have an ego death, when you have a bad trip, right? It's teaching you something. It's teaching you that your idea, you know, whatever you are are trying to hold on to, some horrible, horrible idea that has led you here, right? The reason that you're there is because you have that bad idea and you need to get rid of it. Because the more you hold on to it, the more you're going to be stuck in these flames, right? This burning of your ego that needs to go, you know? Um, so so I, I, I think that's what the, what the, the final answer is going to be, you know? I think that, like, there's some, I, once again, well, this is another thing that once again, I heard, uh, you know, I was listening to some Jewish, uh, speakers and they were talking about hell to them their conception of hell is basically when you die there's a place you go to where you have to reintegrate yourself into the spirit realm you have to get used to being back there again because that's where you came from that's where you're going to go versus you've been here on earth and you think things are one way because that's how they've been on earth but then when you get there you're going to find out they're a different way and you got to get used to it you know it's like uh you know it's like it's like moving to a different country right you're used to speaking to people in a certain way you're to certain like cultural norms the way that we certain foods you know they're here in this country but then you go to another country People speak a different language. People eat different foods. So you got to get used to that. And it, that that's hard. That's hard. And you got to throw away the old stuff in order to bring in the new stuff. And that's what hell is going to be like. Hell is going to be you have really bad ideas and we need to get rid of them. And so they're going to be burned off of you, you know. So, and I think that fits right along with what Jesus says. I think that's what Jesus is talking about. You know, he's talking about the seeds, you know, of the plants and the plants that produce good fruits. And then you, you take the, the wheat and the chaff and you throw away the chaff and you keep the wheat, you know, the, you keep the seeds, the edible stuff, and you throw away the stuff that isn't useful. That's what's going to be here. We are here and... You know, there's good stuff here that we have with us, and there's bad stuff that we have here with us. And what's going to happen is we're going to have to get rid of the bad stuff. We're going to have to get rid of the things that hold us back, which is, is essentially sin. And this is the whole point of taking on sin for yourself. Taking on, you know, the responsibility of of, of your own sins and then and then going out and trying to take on the sins of the world too you know take on as in as in fight them you know you want to change the world and so in the ways that you have to change it is you have to you have to you know change it in other people as well and it's not easy to do you know so anyways i hope that all made sense um Sorry if this felt a little ranty or uh, or not, but um, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely utter utterly convinced at this point in time that I'm I'm utterly convinced that the mushrooms themselves, in and of themselves, are not evil. They're not bad, you know. Um, just like any tool that we have uh just like an axe or a bow and arrow or a gun right the tool itself can either be used for good or it can be used for evil you can use a gun to go hunting for your family or to, to defend your family or you can take a gun and go kill a bunch of people murder people you know attack innocent people 
Same thing with an axe, or, uh, you know, you can, you can use it to gather wood for your family, you know, and to heat up your house to keep your family warm for the winter, or you can use the axe to go murder somebody, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing with the mushrooms. The mushrooms are simply a tool that God has given us, you know, through nature, um, and it's us, it's up to us to appropriately and properly use it. And once again, I think there's a ton of grace, and I think God is um, is very caring of us. I think He loves us very, very much, and I think that um, He will always protect us. And I think that people that that take the mushrooms and have a bad trip and then give up, I think it's because they're scared to face their own demons. I think, I heard this one, <laughs> I can't believe I'm still going on about this, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really passionate about this. I hope, I hope it's coming across. I saw one YouTube video where this, this guy, you know, he was previously a Christian, he started taking mushrooms, and he had a bad trip where he had a bunch of gay tendencies towards his friend, you know, and that, scared the ever-living piss out of him and it scared him so much that he you know ended up believing that the mushrooms were just absolutely satanic you know full-on just demonic and satanic and just oh my god don't touch them ever you know and my response would be to him is that was your demon you know your that was inside of you, that that gay, you know, thing, and you didn't confront it, and you're scared of it, and you don't want to confront it, and you want to hide from it, and you want to go away from it, and you you know, and if if yeah, you know, and the the assumption is if you if you took the mushrooms again, you know, yeah, you'd you'd be confronted with the same same demon again, probably, you know, this bad idea in your head that you don't know how to 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 fight you know and um, that's what you got to figure out you got to figure out how to fight it how to fight these demons you know so anyways all right guys thanks very much hey once again uh anybody wants to get a hold of me uh just it's just divine psilocybin at gmail.com so um just as it's spelt on the podcast and uh yeah, uh, I love getting messages from you guys. I love responding back to you. And it also gives me ideas for for this. Basically, this whole last half uh, has basically came from, you know, this guy was showing me some other stuff that of, of another guy that, you know, basically went along that path of the pharmacia. And it's just, it's such a bad, such a bad argument. I'm sorry, but <laughs> anyways. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, see you guys again on, on after the next trip.